0: The two most successful teams in the UK, millions of fans worldwide, and brought to you by a pair of fucking wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social.
1: Hello there, everybody, and welcome to the Red Side Rivals Social. Where we talk news banter and so much debate over Man United and Liverpool. I'm Brad. I'm a United fan. And with me here, as ever, is the Liverpool Legend boy. Stop saying you're a Liverpool legend. <laughs> You've said that a few times.
0: <laughs> what are you? I'm a huge Liverpool fan. And I huge. despise I'm not say... I despise your boys. You are huge. Hi, I'm Lee. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's how he introduces
1: himself to any United fan. That, by the way, in um, episode sixteen, mate. Holy smokes, we're banging them out there.
0: We are, mate. We are, and they're getting better and
1: better. They're getting more okay, I would say, more content. <laughs> yeah. So this is obviously episode sixteen, like I just said. This is the one. This is the one where we reviewed the uh, the big Red Side rivalry game at Old Trafford. It's coming later.
0: It's coming later, but I'm not looking forward to it. This is like roles reversed. Episode 15. You weren't looking forward to the game. I'm not looking forward to reviewing it because I said oh, we were going to beat you 5-1, didn't
1: I? We game. dropped
0: some points, mate. It doesn't feel very nice. Lost the winning record. <laughs> anyway, um, before we do
1: that, um, we always go into the news, so let's fire some news in your face. You got any news? I haven't. No, I have. So I've got um, United, just a bit of an injury update. So the croc that is Luke Shaw, he's still out. Um, he's never in. I know. I, I don't rate him anymore, me. but... I'd I'd rather sign another left back if I'm honest Shaw and Matic have gone to Dubai not for a holiday they've gone to do warm weather training because they're absolute crocs so um, they're they're there doing warm weather training I mean I don't know when they'll be back
0: or even if you want him back
1: yeah I'd rather stick Brandon Williams in there me have Wan-Bissaka and Brandon Williams Matic as well obviously he's shit so stay in Dubai for me if you want mate (laughs) other news for United is Daily Mail have said that Emery Chan oh, is keen on a move to United this really
0: made me feel violently sick I could have seen this in the papers
1: if you know me you'll know I think we may have mentioned it before that I for
0: some reason he loves
1: this guy I don't, when he was at Liverpool he was like I just don't I looks like him I just think he's one of them where they go unnoticed he doesn't do anything wrong he doesn't he's one of them that can just glide through a game and doesn't do anything but he the does the guy's not loyal these chans ain't lying. <laughs> why is he not loyal? Because he left.
0: Because he left. We were on the up, on the rise. He'd he just to... seen his dollar signs in his eyes. Basically, big move to Juve, didn't
1: he? Massive payday. You left it till his last year of his contract to get him to sign a new deal and he didn't want one. That's what it was. Yeah, but
0: what happened? You went to Juve to win the Champions League? Oh, we went and won it. Well, he went there to win something. Sorry, right? Chan.
1: He's playing with Ronaldo every week. What I suppose, yeah.
0: No, it's like he, he was a quality player and I think he'd massively improve the United team. I think so.
1: We need more... Squad players, us we need an option on the bench. We need an option, or to to be able to rotate. We have nothing. If we rotate, we're shit. The only I thing mean, I... our first eleven shit, but we need more players. The
0: definitely. only thing I'd say about him is he, you're not really sure what type of a player he is, though. Doesn't he just sit in front of the He's back play He played centre back for us. He's played sitting. He's what playing more attacking. That's I me. Mean. You never really know what what he can and what he can't do. Clock, Give him some goalie gloves and get in there. <laughs> All rounder or I go to Italy. So, with Liverpool, mate, the little bit of news I've got is um, ex Liverpool player Didi Haman has recently confirmed that Liverpool are on the hunt and scouting Jordan Sancho. Jayden Sancho. It, yeah, sorry, Jayden Sancho, yeah. So, it's 86 million reportedly. And that was um, all come about that he was doing an interview live on Sky Sports in Germany. Who was? Didi Haman. Right. So, he's saying he's got a reliable source and that it? they're pushing for this transfer to happen next summer. It's a barbecue. <laughs> So that is exciting for Liverpool fans, but does that mean that someone's on the way out? Listen, we all know that Jadon Sancho is going United, so don't get your hopes up. To be honest, mate, I'll take or leave him. Our front three is pretty much oh, amaze that. balls, isn't that. it?
1: I'll take or leave. Him. I'll take yes, or
0: Sancho, leave, him, mate. You're I'd rather have Mbappe would you? yeah wow I'd take it because he, he's more like um, explosive and more dangerous I think than Sancho obviously Sancho's scoring loads of goals in Germany don't get me wrong but I think Mbappe would suit our style of play more than Sancho would there's
1: a baby crying next door there is <laughs> that we're not hurting a baby anyway. If you can hear that, <laughs> we're not kicking one around the room. <laughs> door, the walls are very thin. So, um, did he on with his barbecue sauce there? Did it's he is.
0: like I say, you can take that with a pinch of salt because obviously, until it's actually officially confirmed in sky sports, yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't know, do you? Yeah, and then obviously, we're also being linked with Salzburg, worldy, Takimui, who's got that worldy goal against us, didn't he? Oh, him, yeah. that half volley, Salzburg, for him, and um. Harland as well. So they sent a couple of scouts recently to go and watch him. So he could be one that was sniffing around. But it's like, it's like with any transfer room? You just like I say, take a pinch of salt until it's actually confirmed by the club. You just never you know, know what to believe, that. do you? I know. So other than that, mate, there's it's like been a bit of, of news. a bit of a quiet week on the old news front.
1: Well, I've got a bit of, I mean, I say this every week, but, and it's bad, really, that we're having to keep reporting every week. But this week, there's been more news on the racism front. So, um, on a fourth qualifying round for the FA Cup, it was oh, yeah, uh, so Haringey Borough versus Yeovil Town. And they've actually walked off. Uh, it was the, a goalkeeper, wasn't it? Uh, of yeah, think so, keeper. yeah, because obviously he's right there by the byline. So, basically, Haringey Borough walked off so it's the first time obviously a team I think it's, I think teams have done it before but think in professionally it's the first time a team have walked off especially in England anyway I mean that's a statement in itself isn't it, so it, it but it, I think it's bad that it, it's got it, to that
0: it seems to be getting worse that's what I mean like, I think like, like, like we said in the last podcast the international break one it's like re- regressed, I think, mate. Like, it really has. It's like it's like football's gone backwards. It's like they keep pushing all these promotions, like to obviously stop it mm. and promote people to be more aware and obviously report it to your stewards to the clubs yeah. to the Premier League. But I think since since it's been highlighted, people seem to be doing it more and just don't seem to care. It's just wrong, isn't it? Yeah, it's like math. So we'll see what happens
1: in that. Staying on the FA Cup, obviously, Bury are out of the out of the FA Cup because obviously they're they're not a team in football league. <laughs> yeah. And Chichester, who is a um obviously non league side. They've actually been given a buy because they drew Berry. So they're now in the I think it's the first round of the FA Cup. <laughs> so but a nice gesture for them, they obviously get the money for qualifying for the oh, right, they to... So they're gonna give ten grand, I think they get twenty five
0: grand, they're gonna give ten like, grand if it's a Berry. It's nice. So it's a nice, nice little, little gesture, isn't nice it? little gesture that from Chichester, yeah.
1: The Lionesses have sold out Wembley, mate. It's
0: amazing, mate. I know, mad. Like, what's the capacity? It wasn't like 90 plus, is it?
1: It must be in net to 90,000. That, that's amazing, like that. mate. So, absolutely amazing. Um, the previous record for uh, a Lioness's game was 45,000. So they're obviously playing Germany, big rivalry there. Um, so, yeah, that's been sold out. I think it's December the 9th that that game gets played. So Let's
0: hope Nev sorts them out. I was just going to
1: say, if you want to go and watch it, you can. It's sold out, mate. So go down and support the girls. Oh Is it on TV? It will be, yeah, that'll yeah, well yeah. be on tally that. Um, Soccer Aid's been confirmed for Old Trafford. That was me nighted news, sorry I was meant to say that, but so it's obviously Soccer Aid's been at Old Trafford now it's for years, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's been a confirmed twenty twenty you can go on and apply for tickets now on Soccer Aid's website. There's dates and stuff haven't been confirmed, but the venue's been confirmed, so that's good. Any announcements for players or is it just early
0: stages? Yeah,
1: it's just really early stages. There'll be nothing of that till next year, I would imagine.
0: El Clasico
1: So, obviously, there's a lot of trouble going on in Barcelona. There's been loads of
0: riots, hasn't there?
1: Yeah, so El Clasico is due to take place next month, and it's been moved back to December now, obviously to make sure that all the rioting and whatnot is all all subsided before they do it. It's such a... I mean, I don't know anything about it, really. I know Catalan want to be a... They're very proud people, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's been moved. And another weird bit of info about La Liga is... They're pushing for a, a La Liga main fixture to be played in Miami. They want it at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Obviously Beckham's team.
0: Yeah, have you seen the actual video that he released of, of his um, vision for the actual stadium? No. Looks unreal, mate. His vision for it or what it actually like the, is? How it's, it's going it to look. Oh, has it actually been built yet? Well, I hope so. They want to
1: play there in December. <laughs> so that's Villarreal via Atletico Madrid. Do want to play that game in... in La Liga. I bet that goes ahead, but then that opens it, the Premier League. Have been talking about yeah, it for ages. That's I mean. what I mean. That opens. That, the was it in then?
0: Asia though? Or was it Dubai it was or something like that? Else, yeah. I can't remember where it was, but they've been talking about it for absolute time. Like, yeah, we want to play one match abroad, and then but it'll be like what NFL and NBA is. That, I think once you do one, yeah, or or whether they have like an extra game at the start of the season or at the end of the season. What, and you get more points than everyone else? I, I, I don't know, mate. that's a bad idea, but I mean... Yeah. We some, extra or, or, points. or maybe like a mid-season tournament you go and play abroad... Mm, they want to see like Premier League, the Premier League, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so. but the Premier League fans that pay for a season ticket are going to lose out. Yeah, I know. So you're paying all this money that your teams are going to play abroad and they're expecting you to travel yeah. and watch them abroad for your home. It's just not going to work, is this it? This is the issue, isn't it, with it? I it's so idea. expensive anyway for fans to go and watch the, the team week in, week out. If you've got a family of, say, three and then you go yourself. But what? yeah,
1: I'd imagine that. Yeah, I'm going to watch the game. Oh, right, what time are be back? Uh, next week, next it's, week, it's in Miami.
0: I think for the exposure for the Premier League, that's a positive. It makes it more of a franchise more appealing doesn't it yeah they're selling it all around the world so i get why they want to do it but should it be done is a different matter just
1: before we go out out of the news obviously we support rival teams but something that we can both agree on is our hatred of man city
0: yeah is this what you said me the other day it's just an absolute
1: joke of a club and i always say it and man city fans always defend themselves and say that they're not but here's here's two things that will that will make you think what a joke so first one was that pep guardiola has come out and said City are not ready to win the
0: Champions League.
1: So they're not ready, okay? So
0: they don't even want to win it anyway,
1: man. I mean they've pumped billions into this club in a relatively short amount of time, right? So they're not ready. So would you like to hear? This isn't even the team. This is you've got two players for every position in that in that team, and I'll give you the value now. So Edison, thirty six mil, Bravo, sixteen point two. So this is bearing in mind this is two players for a position, right? Forty seven point four million for Walker. Cancelo, 58.5 Stones, 50 mil Otamendi 40 mil Mendy, 51.7 Laporte, 58.5 Zinchenko, 1.8 Angelino, 10.8 Fernandinho, 36 mil Rodri, 63 mil De Bruyne, 68 mil Gundogan, 24 mil David Silva, 25 mil Foden, that was a free Bernardo Silva, 45 mil Riyad Mahrez, 61 mil Sergio Aguero, 36 mil Gabriel Jesus, yeah, 28.8 mil Raheem Sterling, 57 mil. Leroy Sané, 45 mil. Which is over £860 million, that team. So when are they ready to win it then? When
0: well, they spend another eight hundred?
1: million. Joke that, it. So they're not ready
0: yet. I so. think that's more of an excuse, mate. I don't think... Of course it is. He knows full well that the Champions League is a very hard tournament to win. Um, when he was at Bayern Munich, they were in their prime. They had like, the, two of the best wingers and yeah. one of the most prolific strikers in Europe. At Barcelona, they had Messi. He's now gone to City... And they've got, like you say, double Double players in each position. So what more do you want? They're not not ready. What more do you want? You're one Um, of the the best coaches in the world.
1: He's the best coach. What do you want? Those players that I read out there, barring one or two, are proper experienced world-class players, some of them. Ridiculous. So
0: that's that. So you'd think that that it can't get any worse. That amount
1: of money (laughs) that they spent on all those players, two for every position, you'd think, wow, what a draw that must be for fans. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, no So Man City has set up a uh, Instagram <laughs> called the Man City Champions League campaign Citizens And um, on, on it, it says about us It says The Champions League draw again this year has given us three relative, relatively unknown teams Meaning our core fans are like less, less likely to attend Oh my god We identify students, young professionals and those new to Manchester who are our ideal audience that's so embarrassing. <laughs> However, we can't ignore our core fans. They still make the most ticket sales. We want to get across a great atmosphere of the Etihad through the use of influencers who can tell an <laughs> authentic, genuine story of what it's like at the game. So they're saying because the Champions League game draws so easy, no one's going to go and watch them.
0: But it's like... What the fuck? Like Liverpool United, Arsenal, Chelsea, the European Knights are probably the night. It's like, as much as you love the Premier League, when you're playing Europe in the Champions League, well, we can't really listen. To, for that, yeah, then. for this season you can't. But like that music, well, yeah, I've been there before, nighttime yeah, games, yeah. the atmosphere—that's what drives you to go. It doesn't no matter yeah. who you're playing. If you're playing a lesser side, you're more likely to score more goals and put in a bigger performance. But it's mm-hmm. like it's the. No, this one, of them. No, children, okay. listen. It's the fucking Champions <laughs> League. Do you know what I mean? It's like exactly, mate. It's just the, oh, it. It makes it's a mockery. They shouldn't what, be allowed to play in this. This tournament. is what happens when a small club just has money thrown at it. Because they haven't got well. It's unfair to say that they haven't got any hardcore fans they because have, the yeah. old school fans, are yeah, yeah, diehards, yeah. and they, they love the club. So yeah, it's unfair yeah. to say they haven't got any diehard fans. Of course but they have. It's a don't say it's the wrong way. It's a bit like United because you've got such, Whoa. no. But United have got a huge Whoa. you've got a huge stadium. Whoa. <laughs> And like, I'd say 60,000, 60,000 of your fans are, are diehard United fans. <laughs> Same word. I thought it's going to
1: go the other way then. 60,000. But what I'm saying
0: is you've got like 30 probably that are corporate and people that just come to Manchester and go watch the football. That's no disrespect to United, mate. they just made the stadium so big. The only way you fill it out the time is yeah. by getting ordinaries in and it affects your atmosphere, doesn't it? Whereas a city be. that is probably like, I don't even know what that a stadium holds. It's like forty six. The, the atmosphere is
1: like it holds ten,
0: <laughs> but they've they've probably got like thirty thousand diehard fans, mm, maybe. And then the rest of them are just like you say, just embarrassments. It's just like they're just, they're just City are playing fans. well. Let's go and watch them, and then they just sit there in silence. They, they have all these false flags. It just annoys me. Mate.
1: When the worst is when the big MTR, goal and just stood there
0: clapping. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah. It's like yeah, mate. That annoys me much today when you see like the four nil up and the fans like. Drawn faces, like they're not even happy. The team's winning. How many people do we know living in Warrington where they now suddenly, all of a sudden, support City? Yeah, I and mean, it's like though, it's like like they're saying though, we need people to need yeah. your support. It's like your team's winning every week, more or less, aren't they? Week yeah. in, week out. You've got some of the best players in the world. What more reason do you want to go watch your team? Oh uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I was gonna be angry that
1: winner Yeah, no, but I agree, mate. I agree, but um, that is the mockery that is Manchester City Football Club, everyone. So So swiftly moving on Swiftly moving on That's the news done Boxed off
0: Let's go into the reviews Under 23s action dude What, what are we, we saying? What are we saying? We actually won again mate That's Holy Shit. Second victory of the season Well done So I can't remember if you your boys played before us or afterwards No you played before us We played on the Monday So obviously The Mighty Reds The under 23s Are playing against Wolves at home In Kirby Ah right yeah I remember you saying it was Wolves now The actual scoreline suggested the game was a lot closer than what it actually was, to be fair. So the under-23s dominated early on and took the lead through Ryan Brewster. Sorry, Rehan Brewster, right? Rehan Brewster. He's No, he's English, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but honestly, mate, it was an unreal finish, if I'm honest. It was like a nice, intricate, tidy, quick passing between Dixon, Bonner and Jones. Right. On the left-hand side of the box, you like, quick thinking, one of the things that gets you, when with little triangle passes yeah, nice. into the box... And then Jones laid it off to the edge of the box, and Brewster smashed it in the top bins, like a really clinical finish to make it one 0 um, And then we progressed a little bit further, pushed on, tried to get a second goal, and Wolves got in behind us. Jones led the counter attack, and um, Ben Winterbottom—what a name that is, by the way—who who was playing net for us pulled off an absolute world of a save to deny Wolves to make it, well, to keep it one 0 rather. And then we pushed on a bit further. After thirty-one minutes, Jones got in behind again. Some nice work by Brewster, and the Wolves keeper made a good save. And then after 43 minutes, what happened? Mm-hmm. Wolves got a penalty, a very soft penalty, in my add. Thank God, I'm sick of these penalties this year. The women's game, <laughs> the 23s. <laughs> um, Every penalty against just soft. It, it was. It was a penalty. Like I'm not denying it was, but it was very soft. And then Ashley Seal, who seems like a very good player in the Wolves. On the, on the 23 setup, absolute brilliant penalty mate certainly yeah. you it the wrong way smashed it into the side netting like a perfect penalty to make it one all. so we went, in, went into the break at 1-1 I imagine they're a little bit disappointed after how well they played in the first half and second half started and straight after the break Herbie Kane scored so it was a nice low hard finish into the bottom corner let's keep a no- love that word hard <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm 12 <laughs> Um, and it was assisted by Ryan Brewster. Like an over- I think it was Williams that played the ball long from defence, and he chested it down like a delicate little chest on the edge of the box. Got your shoulders. And Herbie Kane was like the first to react to it and just smashed into the bottom corner. Nice little finish to make it two-one. Succulent. Um, and then about five minutes later, Winsbottom again pulled off a good save to deny Wolves. And then after 66 minutes, Longstaff pulled off a a, a Beckham-esque cross into the long staffs Longstaffs around. Long st- I know there is, actually. There's two at Newcastle, aren't there? Not in there, isn't it? That's a long shaft, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, long stuff. Did some nice work down the wing, cut inside, and like an in-swinging cross, and Bruce got on to the end of it, nodded it in. Looked easier than what it was. It's amazing, it 3-1. And then, after 73 minutes, Jones went down the right-hand side, Brilliant. pulled another cross into the box, and we got a bit lucky, to be fair. And um, One of our substitutes came on, Clarkson. He's only like 17 or 18-year-old lad nodded it in got a deflection to make it 4-1 we could have pushed on to be fair mate, to make it 5 or 6-1 but we didn't <laughs> So, we had loads of, of, load of chances just didn't take them, and then they kind of switched off it's like I've been saying this all along since we've been watching the 23 since the start of the season defensively they don't seem to be switched on obviously they brought van der Bergen from Holland whoever or however what you want to say his name I don't even pronounce go. it yeah that's who it it was missing so they just looked a bit un- unsettled so in the last 20 minutes they switched off and van der Bergen performed terribly if I'm quite honest made a, made a mistake allowed Wolves to get back into it Ashley Seal scored again to make it 4-2. And then um, I think his name is Hane. I've not actually wrote it down. This is just from memory. To make it 4-3. So it was a bit squeaky bum time towards towards the end. 4-3. So like I say, the scoreline was a bit flattering for Woolers. It wasn't as close as the scoreline let on. But I think overall, Neil Critchley will be overall happy that we got another win on the board. And we're now mid-table, mate. Well done on being mid-table. Mid-table. So they seem to be like making baby steps Moving forward, yeah. So I'm overall, happy mate, the under has got a win. The back, the back. So how did your boys on?
1: Yeah, we played on the Monday night. We had Swansea away, so it's always weird when it's Europa League for us because obviously we we have the luxury of it being shit opposition. So. The team of the under-23s has always broken up loads because loads of the young lads go away with the first team for Europa League. It was a really, really changed side. Demarlinello was back from injury. He went up top, so that was uh, good to see. Best, best thing, good to see, though, was Max Taylor. So he's been out for eight months. He's had had cancer. And uh, he went and had chemotherapy and all that, and he's recovered from it. And he was back in the starting lineup, So that was really, really good to see. Well done to him, Max Taylor. Getting Is beat, the road to recovery now, yeah. Beating that, well, yeah, and getting back in the team. So, so brilliant, brilliant thing to see. So we started off really good, to be honest. Swansea really didn't have much, but they just kept coming at us anyway. Get a goal quite early on in the second half, on the edge of the box. Shot comes in, um, and it's a deflection, and then it goes off. But now, keep the a no chance. Yeah, so it, they went one nil up. So yeah, so then it, it we come back out and basically hit them hard. Started to control the game. In the 32nd minute, we win a, a free kick on the edge of the box. Large Ramazzani, brilliant free kick, scores it.
0: You love him, don't you?
1: Yeah, he's good in. He's really good. So he scored. Swansea started to come at us in a little bit, but we weathered it. Then there's it a weird injury, and I don't know what's up with him, really, to be honest. In the 34th minute, it looked like it was just him. I don't know. I thought he got hit in the balls, basically. <laughs> I thought he got kicked in the balls the way he went down. But uh, Ted and Menge, our centre-half, he just like, they was coming together and he went down like a like a shit, to be honest. And everyone was like, oh shit, what's, what's happening? And you just thought he'd been hitting the balls. And when he went back on the replay, it's like he doesn't really get touched, but then he just goes down. Is so he groaning or something? Oh, he, no, he just looks so, he's, he's got his head into the floor. He looks so much in pain, but he was clutching his stomach. So I don't know, I, don't, I think something's serious. They not actually release anything yet? No, I don't think so. Hopefully he's alright, because it looked weird to see that how he went down. Then, just before half-time, Dylan Levitt had stepped in, usually in with the 18s, but James Garner went away, who I'm going about all the time. So Dylan Levitt's like a dead similar player. So he slotted into that position, and he's he's another really good player for me. His range and passing and stuff is brilliant. So he puts a ball down the right-hand side, gets put into the box, player crosses it in, handball, hits a pen. Levitt steps up and slots the pen. So that makes it 2-1 to us just before half-time. Nice nicey, nicey, nice. And then second half was pretty much all United. It was just us going at them. It was a good game, to be honest. It's a decent standard football, mate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then on the 74th minute, Mella scores a cracking header. So Damani Mella gets one. He has to get in front of his man. And almost like... It's weird. Like It's it's a low ball that comes in. And you've got to get in front of his man and almost duck down. That's just his body kind of Yeah, be. duck down and get it in. So he, he does that. Comes off the... <laughs> Off the inside of the post, off the back of the keeper and in. So it actually went down as an <laughs> old. OG. Yeah, but it was it was well, well overtaken from him. Swansea should score in the 79th minute. There's a ball through, he's one on one. Takes literally about five minutes to make his decision.
0: This this Swansea line. <laughs> Never change your mind.
1: Oh mate, he's he's like he goes to fake a shot, goes to fake a shot, goes to fake a shot, I'm like, oh my god, mate, shoot. And then Bernard runs back at the time he's decided to shoot. Just to yeah. And then in the in the 90th minute we sealed it to make it four one. Brilliant goal by Aliu Traore. He throws in like what's it called like a roulette turn, you know, when they go round yeah, on yeah. the ball. Throws in a roulette a roulette turn, turn past another defender, then side foots it high into the top right hand corner. Sick goal, right at the end. So Take yeah. a bow. Yeah, another another win for four one. An easy win on the road, as
0: well. they have been impressive already. all season, mate, in the 23rd, haven't they? Been really good.
1: Like, um, because we usually have a uh, Anthony Langer as well, but he would play for the 18s, so he wasn't available. So it was like a, mix, so for a mixed team to go out and play and then to just sweep Swansea aside away from home like that
0: it was fucking good. They're all playing to get into the first team, aren't they? Because mm. you, I'm not just throwing this out as a dig, but the places are up for grabs, aren't they? Oh, in the first team, so they're, they're probably giving out 110% yeah. each week,
1: Neil Woods, um. Been really pushing him, I think, with that in mind, and not only that, you've got Ollie Solskjaer, if you like him or you don't, who's Molly. said he's who said he's going to invest in youth and wants to bring the youth. So they're really, really making a stake in a claim. So
0: who was your standout performers, then mate?
1: In that game, mm-hmm. I'd say Dylan Levitt played really well, and the Barney Meller as well, getting on the score sheet, coming back from
0: injury. Nice to see him back up, leading the line as well. But yeah, they were the, they were the two best players for me. Just, honestly, mate, mine was Ryan Brewster, mate. And I I keep banging about him, but he's gonna get his opportunity this year at some point. But he was just on point the other night. He got Is two it? goals. Yeah, you, you got denied one really good save by the Wolves keeper. Set up a goal. He was just everywhere, You Like he was yeah. like pushing to get into Klopp's plans. And Nico Williams played well again. Longstaff, Herbie Kane was impressive again. He signed a new contract recently. And Curtis Jones, mate, he's like a young scouser. He's the captain I of
1: the under twenty three. No, i just forgot <laughs> to mention.
0: <laughs> i just like, Curtis Jones, mate, he's pushing against the first team. I think for next year, all those are really impressive. It's good to see. Yeah,
1: we've got loads, and you, but you just, you just don't know what, no, don't know what they're going to be like in the first team, do you? A it's a different
0: standard football, isn't it? Yeah,
1: Ram- Zani, Damani, Mella. Dylan Levitt, obviously you've got James Garner that I bang on about every week. Anthony Elanga, Bernard as well at the back, he's good. The keeper, Matty Kovar as well, he's top keeper. Strength in the youth, strength in depth. You've got him next them, mate. Next up is Stoke City, which is on the Friday night. Also known as uh, there was a team in our footy league called Stroke Titty, <laughs> which is a. Uh, I think that's a better name. That is a better name. I think. So yeah, we got Stroke Titty
0: on them on the Friday. <laughs> Who do you? We've got the yeah, Blackburn at home on the 26th of November, but it's actually October. Yeah, it's not November. Now we wait a month to play a game. So I think it's a Saturday at 3pm kick Good stuff. So yeah, the um, under-23s are on the up, sir. Good. Well, no, not good. All right, mate. So that's the under-23s sealed good. So, and delivered. Yeah, excellent. Should we move
1: on to the women? Yep. Yeah.
0: I think, did you play before us this week?
1: Uh, I don't know, but we had a big game, I know that much. So it Conti it's Conti Cup, It's the Conti action. Cup, isn't it? Yeah, so for all those people that don't know, that is the Continental Cup, which is set up so much differently from the league, uh, it's basically the Women's League Cup, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it's just set up, so it's in group format, you get three points for a win, get on this, you get three points for a win. A point. You get three for...
0: points for a win? <laughs> That's Sorry. <laughs> Well, I thought of a knife
1: edge <laughs> If you win a game Wow mate. You are
0: awarded Three
1: well, points sub- It
0: used to be two Didn't it
1: <laughs> You get three points For a win You get a point For a draw But every draw Goes to penalties And if you win The penalty shootout You get
0: an extra point
1: Sneezing I was going to sneeze oh, then. <laughs> <that was lovely. laughs>
0: An extra point Yeah What for saving a penalty <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> The sneeze Took him away <laughs> Took him away All the concentration Was in oh, the sneeze Did I'm you? back
0: Back in the room now
1: Okay You get three points For a win Yeah. Two points for...
0: No. <laughs> two. You heard it here first. You get two, two points. points for a win. I mean,
1: three points for a win. You get three points for a win, right? What is going on? Fuck me and the fucking ass. You get three points for a win. And then if you draw, you get a point. So, so far. Standard. So normal. But every draw goes to penalty shootout. Right. And if you win your penalty shootout, you get a point. So you get like a bonus It's a bit point. like the
0: NBA then, because they don't have draws, do they? Yeah, only... They um, yeah, play like the an ball. extra five minutes, don't they? Yeah, you, you kick
1: the ball, though. You don't throw it into a basket. Yeah, obviously,
0: but I'm just saying, it's the yeah, same you know, principle. Like, yeah. Get rid of the ball drawers, play some extra time, or and get an extra point
1: yeah. if you win the shootout. That's a good yeah. little premise, that, I think. Yes. So, yeah, that's how it's set up. So, we played the Manchester Derby. It was at uh, Old Trafford. It was at Lee Sports Village.
0: Did they play Old Trafford, though?
1: I think the league game is going to be at Old Trafford, uh, right. because the reverse fixture on the first day of the season was at the, the I NCAA. suppose...
0: You were playing at home as well that weekend, weren't you?
1: So, yeah, it obviously clashed with the um, with the Liverpool fixture, so we couldn't play at Old Trafford. So, basically, the girls came out against City and a proper good performance. Proper good performance. It was a really good game, to be honest. Not much, it's weird to say, not much actually happened in the game. There wasn't much in by way of making chances. It was a proper feisty game. Like um, a derby is. Yeah, but, like, not really many chances came up, but... United basically had the perfect start. Obviously, we had with if you listen to last week's Lauren James, who's one of our biggest young stars coming through. She got sent off against Spurs, two yellows, so she gets a game ban. She's a feisty. So yeah, feisty one you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically she didn't, she couldn't start, so she served her ban. So Jess Sigsworth got moved into her position, which was good, which meant she could get finally up top where she's probably best for us. So it was good to see her in that position so a yeah, really good start 7th minute we were in a free kick on the edge of the box Katie Zellum steps up and oh my god slots it 7th minute straight into the top bins absolutely brilliant curling free World kick be. top left hand corner pick that out you bastards is what I said in the, the television straight in the top corner yeah so um, right in the triangle I have to say really feisty game then City had all the ball, basically, but we were really countering well. We were getting up there and having some chances. As much of the ball City had, they didn't really do much. Like They weren't really pressing us in terms of... They were around our area, but not doing anything. Like, they were being aggy. We were so comfortable, yeah. 40th minute, we had a good chance. Kirsty Hansen on the counter-attack. She comes in from the from the right-hand side, cuts in onto her left foot, takes this left-foot shot, mate, about 25 yards out... Up, coming up, curling out to the, to the top right-hand corner of the keeper's goal and the keeper pulls out such a good stop. Yeah, yeah. Such a sick, that would have been a sick goal. Um, so we went in half-time feeling quite confident really. Just to put it into perspective, we had more shots on target having hardly any of the ball than City had. So City had won. City had won? Yeah. So oh, you weren't FIFA, mate? <laughs> nah, I'm worse. So we came out, yeah, more of the same really. It was kind of like that was the game plan I think. City are obviously one of the better teams in the, in the WSL so... We kind of let them have the ball and just try to hit them on the counter. And then on the 34th minute, we get a goal. And it's uh, that girl, Jess Sigsworth, that I was talking about. She gets on the end of a ball from Hansen uh, in from the right, nips in front of the keeper, and pull, pull, um, then bop. she gets in front, and then um bop, bit that that do wop bit that <laughs> band <bop>, bang goal what, <laughs> Scores a great goal. <laughs> I don't think she was in the band, though. Nah. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> And so, yeah, and then on the 65th minute, oh no, it's a red card for C. did yeah. you completely
0: change the complex of the game?
1: No, because it was the 65th minute and we were 2 0 up. Yeah, so- what I mean. We came into it a bit more. Then, they really couldn't offer anything. They couldn't really do anything. Yeah, we got a bit it, more of the ball after that, but it was a mad one because I couldn't really see if it was a it was a straight red. She was studs up. She comes lunging in on Kirsty Hansen. It's late and it's cynical, but I don't know if it's a straight red. The other thing is, she had a... Was it just slightly above the ball? She wasn't sliding in yet. That's, that's, I don't know. It's, I, you couldn't see it because there's not many anything angles. Anything above the ball is... In the women's game, there's not many TV angles. So you can't really see properly. And The ref was still right in the way. But you just see her going in with the studs up, but it was definitely yellow, but I don't know about a straight red. red a but yeah, she goes off, and then the game just gets seed out, seen out basically by, by United, and then we take a 2 0 win. So I would have loved that to have been in the league, though, that's the only thing. But Yeah, but it's, it still keeps the momentum going, does Yeah, see, it's a good competition, the County Cup in the women's um, in the women's When was the last so... time you
0: lost? is like four games, isn't
1: it? Yeah, we got beat by uh, Arsenal was the last one we got beat by,
0: yeah, so... So, yeah, they're doing well. Doing well, mate. You destroyed us a few weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Were you in Conti Cup action as well? You we were in Conti
0: Cup action as well, mate. Right, yeah. We were away to Coventry. So, that was actually being played, I think it was an hour or two hours before the Liverpool United game on Sunday. Ah, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what that
1: was as well. 12. So, it wasn't okay. televised because yeah. of
0: the big game. Yeah. Obviously, this is still a big match itself, like, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. So, they actually made a few changes... That Kitchen came in and replaced Kitchen. Sink. Actually, replaced Prowse and Goal. And it was absolutely an amazing performance, mate. And really impressive. Oh, did you win it, Yeah. As I'll divulge into it now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. they actually <laughs> won 5 1, mate. Wow. Five-one really have 5 1. Didn't know they had 5 goals. Away from mate. home. Didn't know they really had 5 goals in it. So it started off really fast and furious, mate. Like the film? <laughs> yeah, fast. Fast and faster. Faster and faster. So, so that's um, the new within, it's within, it's within three minutes, we were 1-0 up. Naomi Charles with a close range a header. got it past the post. Past, past the post? I mean past the goalkeeper rather. <laughs> she got it past the post and it was wide. And it was like a dangerous in corner by Kirsty Linnett. Nice little finish, mate. We doubled the lead pretty much two minutes later. Kirsty Linnett got one, one of the three she scored. She got a hat-trick. She absolutely bagged the hat-trick on Sunday. So she doubled the lead and it was like it was like... The one player I was really impressed with when we watched Liverpool versus United, Babaji Day. Oh, yeah. Was again, like, so dangerous, mate. She's, like, causing all sorts of problems in defence. So she had, like, a little jinking run, cut inside, pinged off a shot, and it deflected. And then it tapped in to make it 2 0. But then against the run of play, Coventry got back into it. Go on, Coventry. After 15 minutes. It was, like, three goals in 15 minutes, mate. So it was, like, highly impressive for us because we scored 9 in 90 against you. (laughs) you have scored 9 in 200 minutes of football. So it's, like, unheard of. So it was 2 1. Um, and then that kind of inspired us to push on a bit further. So Day again, caused loads of problems in the commentary defence. And after 30 minutes, put in another dangerous cross and it got a second. Um, and then the hat trick was sealed just before half time. Again, Day was dangerous, got a penalty, Linnet banged it. So that was 4-1.
1: Is that first half?
0: Yeah, first half, yeah. Holy mother of fuck. It was 4-1. And then um, second half we go and we pretty much start off as we, as we intended to see the game out. And we got a fifth mate through Jess Clark, so that was just to add insult to injury for Coventry, yeah. really. And then after 18 minutes, the had and Becky Anderson sends off.
1: Fucking hell! An absolute nightmare for college. So
0: they've um, had a mare. It finished five on mate. So it was, it was overall like a really encouraging win for the ladies. Like you say, it wasn't a league game, so that was the only disappointment because obviously they've not won a game in the league yet. But it was five on the end of the day. So Vicky jepsen has got to be massively impressed by the girls. Yeah, putting a big performance, strong performance, and hopefully they'll take that to the next match.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a confident booster
0: for him. But you should be rolling them over, like near the bottom in the women's championship. Then yeah, they are. I think we. I think we rolled them over in pre-season 4-2 well, if I remember like we were destroying them but like I was really impressed like Baba Jade Day, Leanne Robe Ashley Hobson and Jade Bailey all performed really well I think and obviously you've got to take your hat off to Kirsty. Linnett mate she's got a hat trick didn't she so um, it's something to be proud of and another positive as well is Christy Murray was back yeah. so she played 45 minutes at the Scottish International so she was back in the pitch as well so I think it's all all good in the hub, mate in the, the ladies won five one through to the next round. Oh, the next
1: round. You know what I mean no yeah So we were talking about before. how we're starting to know the women's game a bit more now. So we've actually, how we said, we're gonna we predict the men's get the first team game. And then, obviously, there's going to be a little forfeit at the end of the season, which we've now decided what it's going to be. <laughs> we thought we'd um, start to predict the women's game as well now, just to add a bit of extra spice to our spice rack. all dream. things nice. So, yeah, so we're going to um, do that and predict the women's game as well now so we can have a more of a chance of taking a lead in this little table. Oh, it's t- going to make things tasty, mate. So up next for our girls, we've got Reading on the 27th. So Reading, well, they knocked us out of the cup last year. But they're a mid-table team, which admittedly what we were for most of this season so far, but we're playing really well. So I'm going to say that we're going to do him We're at home as well. 2-1 United.
0: 2-1. Yeah. See, Red are on a good side.
1: They are in the women's, yeah.
0: And obviously United are playing well at the moment, but will the, exp- will the experience pay dividends? Will it? So I'm going to go for a one-all draw, sir. One-all draw. You one heard it here first. Because you've been on a roll recently, yeah. so you're going to take a dip eventually. Never. So I'm going to go for a one or draw. You've got, in a the back. Right. you've got a right jammy fixture coming up. <laughs> go on. We have Birmingham City away. If you don't beat them. Because <laughs> I die them, them. They're rock bottom with no points, aren't they? If you don't beat them, and I mean convincingly. So considering our play, how well we played the other night, I'm going to say... 14-0. We're going to beat them 3-1. Three one. I'm going two nil. Nice. I just think at the back they're still a bit shaky. Like, Obviously like going your first forward. Team. Yeah, the first team, mate. So I think three one is what I'm going to put. Okay, three one and a two 0 Both predictions in the bag, mate. We'll see you next week. Predictions. <laughs> so is that the women's footy summed up for so this week, mate? Was
1: all done on the women's front, which can only mean one thing. It's
0: going to lead on to the big. Now I'm glad you took
1: notes about this following match. fixture because. Obviously, it's the blood red derby, the red side rivalry, Manchester United versus Liverpool. We both there's went, so
0: much hype, mate, weren't there before the yeah,
1: game? I think we mentioned it in the last one. We could have gone to the game, but we got tickets at like last minute oh, and stuff, it so, so frustrating. It it? Yeah, so we just we just decided not to and go to the pub and watch it together for a bit of a laugh. So. Uh, if you go on our Instagram or our Facebook, I don't know if you've seen it, but you can see it on our Instagram that we've pinned it to the page. So go and have a look of our uh, little venture out to go and watch it. Uh, <laughs> Lee was moody. I was moody. It was, it's, uh, it's a funny little watch. So, <laughs> yeah. So go on. I, I took no notes. So you're the note boy
0: for this you one. You watched
1: night. it, didn't you? I watched it, yeah. But we were, we'd had seven pints. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know
0: what escalated? It could have turned a bit, into yeah. a big night, couldn't it?
1: I was like, shit, I'm in work in the morning.
0: So I, I, what I found really funny is um, before the game or during the match obviously we didn't see it because we were in the pub but yeah. uh, after the match itself I watched a bit of the highlights obviously and Roy Keane's reaction to the players hugging yeah, and kissing like that, in the didn't tunnel did he? Didn't. He was like Giving the Brazilians back. were loving Absolutely. it, weren't they? The, Shit, the they?
1: Brazilians were all loving it, weren't they? And giving like themselves. De Gea and yeah. Allison
0: were cuddling each other. Everyone was like being really friendly, banter. He's like, well, when it came to the Warriors, you're going to war. That's what he I means. Like yeah. back in the day, like when Jared and, yeah, and yeah, they hated each other, didn't they? Well, maybe there's a respect there, but there was no like. No, for that 90 nice things, minutes, you yeah, hate yeah, those like, players, yeah. So he seems to think that football's got too nice. I think that it's nice like that in the tunnel, but I think once you get on the pitch, and that first whistle's blown. You should give everything. You do, and I think they do.
1: And cities. This is what I was worried about with United. I thought, if we go into it and perform, and I said this previously, if we go in and and perform like we have done against other teams with no passion and no real grit and determination, we could get walked over and embarrassed. But good to see that we
0: came out and we really took it to you, didn't we? You did, mate. It's like, I was a bit surprised. I I think, obviously, the slight change before kickoff. So, yeah, we went to a a back three.
1: Axel Twenzaby, who has slotted in at left-back before now, so I don't know if that was the original plan. I reckon it was going a to be he... I generally think it was yeah, a part of his but game I don't part. know if he was going to, if Ro, putting Rojo in made that change for him when he went three at the back, because Twan can play left-back as well. But I don't know. But anyway, we lined up for the first time this season with a three at the back, two wing-backs, and then two up front with Andreas Pereira behind James and
0: Rashford. But, yeah. Our midfield was a joke. Shocking, mate. When I seen like when we were obviously we were running a bit late, weren't we? So when we actually got to the pub and I seen the starting lineup, I was like, "Your midfield's shite." I said that. I was like, I was running my hands together, saying, "Like we're gonna absolutely turn you over here." Yeah. But then when you made that change, it made me slightly anxious because obviously Klopp's probably set up in a certain format to play against how badly you've been playing. Yeah, yeah. And I generally think had made, made a bit of a decision before the match that he was going to drop Rojo in last minute to throw Klopp out. But we didn't react. We just stuck to our original game plan, which is something that he always so does. So you're saying two hands didn't injure himself. No, I mean, like, I think he had a plan that that was going to happen. Maybe he wasn't even injured. It was just like, we'll take Klopp by surprise and go in. And like, like what do we do now? Cause like you change in to that formation completely nullified, doesn't it? Or nullified rather? Nullified. No, nullified right. It right yeah? Yeah. Oh, oh man, man. laism happened. Illism happened. Shouldn't have. Um, so like you completely took us by surprise. We didn't have any answers for it in the first twenty-five minutes. It's like It took it basically it
1: took you know, a while to work us out. We played can I just say we played that best football that we've
0: played since probably the Chelsea game? And that honestly it really annoyed me. It's like Ashley Young is shiny, mate. No, oh, yeah. But yeah, every yeah. time you play us turns up and puts in an absolute shift he had a worldy of a game against us didn't he to did, be fair was it, was he was playing against one of the bird shit in his mouth I think it was yeah, yeah. so like for, for the first 25 minutes mate we just didn't have any answers or we didn't offer anything at yeah, all we, we didn't play terribly early. no, but we just did, couldn't get out of our own boxes. we were watching it and, I was, made up and I, was, I was made up early
1: standout performers with Pereira was on it Pereira was really up for it. Rashford looked up for it. James looked up for it. Tomane was his usual self, and then that back three looked quite solid as well. So yeah. I was, I which was is quite happy. I thought, which "Hey, is- up, yeah." Early on, we we broke through, and Tomane had a chance. Uh, just like a shot right down Allison's throat. But it usually takes us a whole half to have one chance. You know yeah, what I mean? Like,
0: so like, because we we didn't play particularly that well in the first twenty five minutes. We we still managed to create a half chance with Jamie. Johnny did that little jinking run. Yeah, he did. And he defends a, a like shot, half-hearted shot yeah. into the box there. Yeah. So it's like on, on a shot on target, but it didn't offer any threat towards no, the head, did yeah. it. No, yeah, it's just a shot on target. Yeah. But then, like after that, it was just like a round, you just like. Bombarders like high press It's like something that we usually do to teams And you just seem to be on our case Winning all the first balls We were second to everything It's just really frustrating to watch And it's, yeah, some, it's yeah, something that so. I'm not used to Because like I haven't watched a game And been like Oh god I feel a bit fearfully That we could lose And like oh, It's a horrible feeling yeah, It is a horrible <laughs> feeling mate <laughs> So like over than genie's chance we, we didn't offer anything United just put so much pressure on us Yeah And eventually i just seen only one result That you were going to score but like, what really frustrates, frustrates me the most about the first half, awesome. frustrated, is um, just before you scored, I think um, Manny managed to keep the ball, didn't he, on the on the right hand side of the pitch, didn't he? Yeah, he it, kept it. The, kind, it kind of looked like it was going out. Yeah, on the counter attack. So he had like a really dangerous run in behind you. Defence. Yeah, it was the only opportunity or, or time we got in behind you in the first in half. half. Yeah. And then he got into the edge of the box, cut it across. And he, you know... And Firmino, you know, it's like I thought goal, Amy. I generally did. It's yeah. like our best chance to half, and he. He just, he kind of P-Roll sherman it, didn't he? Like roll shit. It's like, he tried placing the bottom corner thinking, hey, we're probably going to anticipate the high shot. But I was just thinking, smash it. Just it's think, as hard as you can.
1: I just think he didn't make proper contact with it. That's all it was. I don't think he overthought it. Was it was
0: unlike him, really, because he's, he's, he's not clinical, but he usually makes the right decisions. And I was expecting, like, just mm-hmm. to smash into the bottom corner, but... It'll be in a shithouse, mate. Yeah, it is a little bit. <laughs> So, um, so what happened after And then that, like, like two minutes later... Would you like
1: or... to give me what you say happened and then I'll
0: tell you So what? two minutes later, obviously, Liverpool were attacking. We're so then. we yeah. were pressing quite high, all you the defence pushed up. And then obviously Robo played the ball into Rigi and made a darting run to take it back. Would you like to push him behind your defence? So we all know what happened, mate. We all know what happened. Linderoff came in from behind... And tried to make a tackle from behind, which you can't do it in this this area of football. So that's, that's mistake number one. Mistake number two is Origi controlled the ball with his right foot, the ball had left, Lindroff put his foot in from behind. Yeah, bearing in mind it was only the slices of touches. Thanks. But momentum meant Origi went down. <laughs> the so him. that's an instant foul. So what did Liverpool players do? They kind of they didn't stop, did they? But the majority of the players were like, all right, the are going to blow his whistle. So then that's phase one of this instance <laughs> okay phase two is yeah I'll hold my hands up United still a lot of work to do but your pace that you've got with Rashford and James got you in behind in behind our defence Rabbo was already up the pitch on the counter Matip and Van Dijk looked a bit out of sorts. like oh god he's not going to get a free kicker and they tried to get back in positions and yes Rashford made that little darting run in in front of Matip to confuse them running behind and tapped in didn't he yeah so obviously it was, it was a hard chance to convert but it was a fucking foul. <laughs> it was It was a foul, mate. I don't care what so, way you look at it. So... It, it was, was a foul. So it was a foul, so... Um, so... So the goal was obviously disallowed, right? You know it wasn't.
1: Oh, right, it wasn't.
0: No, you so it wasn't. you just said it, it was a foul. So it was a foul, so... It, <sighs> The thing that frustrates me the most is, um, I don't know if you, you didn't see Monday Night Football, did you? No. So you've got to give the referee the benefit of the doubt, even though he had a terrible first half. Because they showed shown you the, vi- the virtual reality view of what he could see, and he couldn't see the foul so inevitably. That's why he went to, to VAR, didn't he? Right. And we don't know what VAR is. It's about reliable as a bus. Hmm. It's not It's not consistent, not. is it? So like, no. it went to VAR, and they bottled it. They didn't want to overturn the referee's decision. So, so the goal stood.
1: Yeah. So here's how I see it, right? So obviously uh Origi. Gosh,
0: you're gonna say it's a goal. You United
1: man? No, listen. So it was a goal. Listen. To it. Origi picks the ball up and he basically does Lindelof, doesn't he? Lindelof's coming in from behind. Like you say the ball had gone. He doesn't with his touch. I don't think the ball's gone. The ball's there and Lindelof puts his foot out to to win that ball. Lindelof doesn't go out to follow him. He's not like he's gone and cleaned him out. He's coming from behind. Yeah, Lindelof's coming from behind can't because tackle that's from behind. where. No, you can't go he, through someone from behind. That's what he did. You didn't
0: go through him. He did,
1: mate. You're deluded if he, you think he went through. He it. went through. He put his foot in from behind. I'm
0: actually putting my foot out here. He put his foot in from behind, so he's going through. Really <laughs> through. <laughs> Told ya Well, I'll, I'll let you continue. I have my so time.
1: apparently, he cleans out Arigi, which didn't happen. So Arigi's done him with a turn. He's basically turned him, and he boom gone. And and Lindelof's put his foot out. And yeah, Lindelof's toe, and that's no exaggeration, Lindelof's toe, as it is like back of his shin, any Contact. So, yeah, he's made contact with him. 100% he's made contact with him. So Origi's gone down like an absolute fanny, as most footballers do these days. He's looking for the foul, isn't he? That's what the main thing is. Yeah, yeah. He's been looking for the foul, but he's not got he's it. He's rolled the challenge and looked for the
0: foul, hasn't yeah, he? Like been... most players do on any part of the pitch.
1: But he's not got it on this instance, so he's not got the ball. So then it falls out, but gets it. Phase 2, would you say, of that? Then he plays it out to James, phase three of he's, that. He's James but, runs yeah. the length of your half. But he's fast. As plays it. in an in-swinging right, and then Joe Tip, who, bear in mind, was... Lee was bigging him up, this guy, to the high
0: heavens. He didn't really do anything wrong on that. He doesn't really, really know where he is, does
1: he, to be honest. It's
0: because of the confusion of... Helps if you stick your foot it? out when the ball's coming past, maybe. Yeah, but I think he was watching Rashford's... I'll met this is the only excuse I'll give him... Rashford goes go inside. He's seen him on his right hand so he was confused, yeah, yeah. and then when he looked back, he's like
1: the ball's in yeah and then it's a great finish as well by Rashford it's a really good finish
0: just hit his leg didn't it
1: now here's what I'm saying right if that happens what happens to a Rigi there if that's in front of your D not that D (laughs) if, if that's in front of your D right and then that falls to McTominay say like it did but McTominay smashes it top bins that's been given a foul that all day, I think.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't matter where it is at all. No, it doesn't. In what
1: instance but it is. That's what it should be a foul. I feel like if that happens further up the pitch, because it was so instant to the foul going down and the goal goes in, I think that makes the ref's mind up for him, that he's like, oh no, there's been a goal right now. He just balled it. But because he played on. And it's gone to VAR, and in the letter of the law, it's a foul, in it? In the letter of the law, it's a foul because there is contact there. Don't get me wrong. It'd be soft if that was a foul because
0: he's literally touched him, and you're telling me that he couldn't have stood. Yeah, but I, I just generally, he generally think he might have bottled it because was at Old Trafford. If it was that, if that was Anfield, no, it'd have be been a free Dafford. kick. Old Trafford's not the place it used to be. You're telling me so? Why would he bottle no, it? No, but at there Old is Trafford. there's ninety thousand or eighty thousand. world... Yeah. 80,000 United fans screaming because that was the loudest I've heard Old Trafford in a long time. That the atmosphere was electric, wasn't it? They were behind the side. The team were playing well, and I generally think he bottled it. He thought, I can't give this. A- I'm gonna, I'm gonna See, go to VAR. This, this, this is what is wrong with VAR. He's thinking right. I can't decide here. He's, but you're he's, the referee. He's what he's done. What
1: the refs done is he saw it, and like you said on Monday Night Football, his vision was impaired. So, what he's thought is, I've got the technology now where someone else can look at this for me. So, he'll let it run, goal. So, then the VAR have gone and looked at it. And then, then they, they, they don't, they don't then want they to they don't it. want to then overturn the referee's decision. So, what is the point, what is the point, point of VAR? it?
0: So, like, before we carry on reviewing this game, so, like, we both watched matches of day two, don't we? So, over the weekend as well, like, very briefly, there was another four instances of reasons why VAR isn't working. There's so many over this weekend and a lot of
1: them were like deli alleys where... It hits top of his. It was like his bicep, wasn't it? Punching the man.
0: It was like his bicep, was it? hits the top of his arm, which is handball. And then
1: another one with a Burnley player
0: where apparently
1: he fouls... It he, was Evans trips fouls, over his yeah, own leg. fouls
0: Evans, but Evans tripped over his own leg. It's just like. And then the Villa game, I think there was an elbow into the face, which mm, that that one was the soft. only
1: dubious one where he jumps up, but he's leading with his elbow. I think so. the Wolves
0: goal was given offside. It was like second phase of play or something, was it? I when
1: think. he was level, but his leg.
0: But he wasn't involved in the actual play that led to mm. the goal. It's like. There's so many different contrasts and like things they're getting wrong. The thing is,
1: VAR is meant to eliminate that grey area, but for me, it's not at all. Like <clears throat> VAR is meant to be so it's black and white, yes or no, and that decision gets made and everybody's happy. That's not happening. It's like what they need to do right is take that element of not being able to overturn, get rid of that fucking room. They just in Park. Yeah, Power, they made it more confusing. It just let the ref go and view it on the TV. Let the ref go over there and have a look and the ref can say, I made that wrong. The ref will more likely hold his own hand up and say, I made that wrong than somebody else say, you made that wrong decision. The ref, if it was me and I'd done something and said, yeah, play on. And then I see it and I know I've made a mistake. I'll happily say, oh, I've made a mistake there and I'll overturn myself. But if you tell me I've made a mistake. It's a bit dodgy, yeah, yeah. isn't it? it so you person, so isn't it? the VAR room are going to be like, oh, we can't overturn it. The only thing I will say in defence of the United one is clear and obvious, isn't it? It's got to be clear and obvious, and right? It was. <laughs> so looking at the letter of the law, yeah, it's obvious because it's touched him,
0: yeah. So it's clear.
1: But was it clear to the referee at the time? No.
0: That's to the referee. I'll we'll see you next week. But, there's- <laughs> <laughs> but for me, mate, this. It's like the whole reason this came in is to improve the sport. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's killing the sport because like I don't it's, like it at all, mate. To be honest, it's the fact when players score a goal, it's taking that absolute buzz and joe thrill of scoring a goal to like a yeah. to celebrate. And the on the other side is like refs aren't making decisions they did last season. No, so I think you you need to do one or two things. You need to you even need to go back to right the drawing board and say right, what is VAR working for? Yeah. What is what is the positive of It right. So for me, it's the offsides. So for offside decisions, it's working perfectly and penalties, great. So if like for offside penalties, it's working perfectly, mate. So for yeah. me, they're the two things that VAR should now look at for this season. And they think, right, we're not getting these other decisions right. They're not consistent enough. Yeah, let's so let's scrap them, them yeah, for the season. Yeah, yeah. We'll continue with VAR and see how it runs the rest of the year, look at these two things. And then while that's happening, we'll look at what we can improve on. Or you then go, right, what does the Super League do? Like the Rugby League? so they give all emphasis to the referee they go right you have the option of going to VAR but inevitably it's your decision so instead of automatically going to VAR yeah 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 The ref's got a headpiece on Like they do anyway Talking to the third referee Yeah Or the fourth fourth official If the ref's adamant
1: in his own mind He doesn't need it
0: So he goes to the fourth official Right I'm not really sure about that Should we go to VAR It then goes to VAR And like you say They have a TV on the side Of the pitch And they go and look at it Like MLS does And I don't care if it slows the game down By a minute or so But to get it right That ref can change his own mind Yeah And then even if he's not Then sure Then go to wherever this hut is St George's Park, I think. Yeah.
1: It's like if you take into consideration United v PSG last year, when Dallow hits that shot and it hits um, that dude, I forget his name now, hits him in the arm, doesn't it? And the ref is like, right, was it or wasn't it? And he runs over and makes his own decision based on what he's seen and what his original decision was. Because we're and human, we make mistakes, don't we? He overturns it. He says, yeah, you know what, penalty. His arms out, it's a pen. Whether you agree with that or not, it was a pen. Yeah. But I just feel like that's the way forward for it. If they're not going to scrap anything, I think that's a really, really good point what you make. Stick to being like, right, we can only use VAR for for offsides at the minute.
0: Because you use it for goal line, don't you? We've
1: got Hawkeye for goal line. Yeah. You use your VAR for offsides. And then we go, right, there's still too many grey areas. Let's look at this season, we'll look at, we'll at handballs. Next season, we'll look at this and can get you it right. We need to rule what. Like, is an obvious you handle. know what is yeah whatever whatever they do but maybe just stick to one thing and then be like right VR yeah, doesn't apply to that as of yet or just fuck it off I
0: think I think it'd be wrong to fuck it off like completely uh, mm. eliminate it because football is one of the ministries where you everybody loves it so you want it to continually improve but what you don't want is to have a reverse effects and ruin it because yeah. we, we all, we're all so passionate about the game and you don't want that passion to disappear because what's inevitably the point of following a team if you lose that passion yeah. So I'd like to say I think they should slightly amend it, like a third amendment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, <I> <laughs> make a change to it now and then admit you've been wrong. And yeah, that's the thing. That for the next six it. months, correct those mistakes and come into next season. Yeah. And well, then people will take the hats I, off to you. And I think they're. Uh, I think they're too stubborn to do that. To be honest with you, the FA need to listen to people because it's it is ruining the match. It's match the game. So like moving on, like to the handball incident. So
1: well, let's just let's just. Draw a line under that VAR one now, again. yeah, yeah. So so that's, that's it's it's going to be an
0: ongoing debate all season until oh, they the change say, it. Final say on it, one nil United. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, so it, it was one nil United. So then, the adrenaline and disappointment of that happening, my moody face, very moody face, very moody face. About well, five minutes later, or four minutes later, we went down the random we scored, Ball and I, I was up. like ecstatic, jumping around the pub like we'd equalised, not realising that. Oh, wait, again, it's going back to that thing we just it's discussed. The, it's going back yeah, yeah. to VAR. So then. And this is why. Yes, yes. I'm a big advocate of. <laughs> so, yes, it was handball, but was it clear and obvious? No. Whoa! No, but it's like. No, it was clear and obvious. No, Are no. you saying that for real? No, but what I'm saying is like. Hey, momentum uh, is, is like when you is run. It's a lot easier interpreted because
1: if it hits your hand, it's handball. No, on. but it's
0: like one of them circumstances where, like, the offside rule, your toe's offside. Do you like. You, your you can't, you can't help but run the way you run. So if if your foot is offside, it's not offside really because in my eyes, it know, like, depends. It depends, s- it depends. Yeah, that mean mean... or like your leaning body. So you run naturally leaning. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you can't run with your, I think if it's like it's your, like your body straight, can you? Yeah. So I think like, if your your body's in front, then you've got an advantage. If it's like your fingers or your toe, you've got no advantage. Oh, yeah. it? And that, that's what's happened this season. So it's the same with is the momentum of your body. So if you're at full speed sprinting, your knees out forward, isn't Your hands out forward. Yeah. So when that ball comes down, the ball would have still fell exactly where it was. It had no impact on where that ball fell. Right. It was, it was a graze of his hand. Okay. So it had no change of direction to help him benefit to score the goal. Right. So I think they need to look at a handball. Think right. Did he stick his hand up in the air to gain an advantage?
1: No. No, that
0: would be ridiculous. No, but you do you know what I mean? It's like, it, if it was to gain an advantage where he's hand, basically handballed it, yeah, or purposely did something to handball it, then it's handballed. Right. But, but for me, it's like, it grazed his fingers, mate. It was like, it hit his knee first, so he couldn't move his hand out of the way any quicker. It's come down, it's hit his hand. Do you know what I mean? No, it hit his knee first, and it hit his hand. So, so what, so hand, what yeah. can he do? In that instance, he had Linda off on his back, holding yeah. him, grappling him. The ball's coming really quickly. sit his knee, hit his hand. So for me, that's not a handball. Well, it is, because they've changed the rules. No, I know based on what VAR does now and the way they change the rules. I don't think what, what you not... said
1: is valid, really, because you're saying that it's the same as offside, whereas you say, oh, it's down to interpretation... They've changed handball now, so it's not down to interpretation. They've said if it hits your hand or arm anywhere, it's handball, no, so, it so so, so, yeah. no matter whether it's no matter whether it's accidentally, no matter you may get an advantage. So from if it, that's the case, or if you don't, if it hits your hand, if it hits your hand arm during the play, it's a handball. So if that's the which case, is what happened?
0: The FA. If that's the case, that's the case everyone in the FA that's listening. FA listening. Why wasn't Dele Allis called this loud? Well, we this is it, this so is that's me, is it. the this interpretation Dele Allis. just come off the top of his arm. It, it, was, it was like so what I mean it. it's, it's, said, it's yeah. so inconsistent. So it if is. you're going to give it one game and not the other, get rid of it.
1: But that's the thing. he so, came down, it hit his hand, whether you like it or not, there's no real debate on this one because you can't. Because of the ruling. Because of the ruling. Yeah. yeah. If it's handball. It, it's his hand or arm in that instance that's VAR done right for me in the instance with the Lindelof tackle on Origi that's VAR perhaps not done as well nah, that's not, not done right
0: and for me it's just like a double instant, double, double whammy yeah two VAR instances oh, like went against us winged. you
1: should have heard them all in the pub oh, so, like,
0: so we went in our time 1-0 down and I wasn't feeling positive if I'm honest mate
1: not after the first I mean you came into it didn't you more the second uh, sorry towards the end of the first half you came into it more didn't you we
0: got a bit more of the ball a bit more possession but we didn't really create any chances did we
1: didn't really do much no we looked alright at the back really so yeah we went in at half time 1-0 up uh, and I was fucking buzzing if I'm honest so up. then
0: at half time, I, I, I really hope that Klopp threw, threw the kitchen sink at him, like really Ray really thing, because that wasn't a Liverpool team that we know. Well,
1: Klopp ran off at half time. Yeah, seeing, that's what I mean. Sprinted. <laughs> I think every,
0: even the players were. It was, it was weird. It was like,
1: why is everyone running off? Like, Young and Rashford, and everyone was running off.
0: So it was like, I hope Klopp had a serious word, because like, Jordan Henderson in the first half was blow pie, was poor. Yeah, we Genie didn't know played it. well. Genie played well for us. Uh, yeah. Pereira.
1: I mean to be honest, most of our team played not like we play all season. Pereira played out of his skin, mate. Yeah. He played a load of
0: chances. Yeah. Van Dijk interfered in a few times, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I don't I, he didn't do much in terms of creating anything, Pereira. He played in that number ten role, but he in terms of his work to and case, wasn't it? It worked right in getting around the pitch and, and actually looking like a give-a-fuck. He, he did really well. It was a good performance for him, yeah.
0: So it's like I said to you at half-time, and the I said, like, all I want now is that I would never have said this before the game. I'll take a point. Just hang in there. Keep pressing. <laughs> keep pushing. And Absolutely eventually... I love that moment. I didn't get it on camera. He <laughs> was like, oh. So, like, straight away, Jurgen Klopp snapped his authority in the first five minutes. He took Jordan Henderson off, didn't he? Oh, sorry, no. The first change, actually, was Origi. Um, so is like, a, an impact player. He's not crap whatsoever. He's like he's proved his worth. He deserves his new contract. He won us the Champions League. To be honest, let's be honest. Yeah. But he's not one you can start because it completely changes the dimension of our team. So when Salah or Mane or Firmino are not present, you need to replace him like for like. So for me, I'd have played the Ox or Naby Keita or someone a bit of pace, and a bit of creativity, or someone he, that's more even of a like of a winger. Like. Whereas Origi is like a he needs to be played down through the middle. Yeah. Like, as a target. He's man. a striker, striker, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So. It'd be unfair to say that he played terribly because he, he played all right. He didn't play poor. He played probably like the rest yeah, yeah. of the team,
1: out of sorts.
0: So we
1: the thing that we really did well is we got at you a bit. you gave us no time the ball. Yeah, we got at you a bit, which is what what you struggled with. And then I think maybe because of that fact that you had a rigi and your team was a bit dis- disbalanced. Because remember against Newcastle when you started reggie and you, same, was so, you struggled same situation you? and then. It, Unfortunately, he got injured for you, didn't he? Come off, and then Firmino then come on, and then it was like right is Liverpool.
0: So we, so we kicked on. So like the Ox came on, and he completely changed. He gave United's defense a little bit something different to think about. Then didn't yeah. You?
1: So the the complexion of the second, the first half was more United going at Liverpool, really having quite a bit of the ball at first, going at you, you thinking shit, and then you slowly came into it more. Start of the second half, and then the second half was just. Liverpool with the ball and United kind of conceding possession and being like we'll try and hit him on the counter. Now we do that in a lot of games United where we seem to just be happy for other teams to have the ball, but we never look like doing anything. You, but we still really looked up. We really still looked up for it, and we had a, we got a through and we had a few chances where I think Fred, Fred had a half chance. Fred didn't he? got through and, and should really score when it goes through he's a bit like have an half volley on the left hand side and he, it comes off the outside of his boot and he boots it straight to um, row fucking Z Rosie, yeah Um so, go on mate. we should have scored there
0: and then he had another one as well I think Pereira played in Rashford didn't he like a, a long ball over the top into yeah, yeah. channel and Rashford cut inside did a 1-2 and had a shot from the edge of the box if I remember like just yeah. dragged it wide so like the more we press forward there was more of a risk that you might get a second so Colt played a bit of a dangerous game mm. he brought <clears throat> Adam Lallana on for um, Jordan Henderson. Yeah, you so really. So like our complete our now. complete setup changed, and then we found a bit more space. We started passing in triangles. Job we started creating a bit more flowing football. So then we got down the channels. So we looked a lot more dangerous, um, and I, I could sense that the game was changing. at that Yeah, point. you could
1: definitely feel that you. Were... I still felt quite comfortable, but at the same time, I thought we can't really allow this to happen for all half. We need a we need a spell. United you know needed a spell. But we didn't. It didn't. We didn't really get it.
0: But it's like I think for me, I, I was kind of thinking would Liverpool players a little bit leggy. Like, have they played too many games? Like, Fucking hell, mate. no. But what, I mean, it, what I mean is, like, he's not. He's only rotated one or two. Do you know, we've got a big squad? Mm. So I I get that the team's winning. You don't want to change that, but they can't. And play in every single game, Champions League, Cup. Premier League, so I think they looked a bit lazy. So when Genie came off, the whole midfield looked different, but they had a lot of energy about him. So Genie came off for um, from Naby Keita. This yeah. is one of his first games back since his injury. Cops him really managing his progression you back into the team because he, yeah. he got injured like twice last year but he was starting to show what he's capable of so when then three came on United didn't know what to think of I don't think to be quite honest it Chamberlain, changed the dimension of
1: Oxlade-Chamberlain right we do like a combined 11 every week and um, go on our Instagram and our Facebook because it's on there and this week was really hard because we both had our own thoughts and our own opinions because obviously we played each other but Oxlade-Chamberlain although he was like what like a 58th minute sub or something got in there just for the fact that he just changed the game so much for Luke feel like he was getting on us getting on the back getting us on the back foot having chances shooting at us from range he's pushing to get back in the team mate that's what it is yeah so he was really up for it yeah we did he did do really well but I'm like yeah that's that's all I'm saying (laughs) but yeah so it was. Uh, that's what. That's why. I mean. So then,
0: what inevitably happened, mate? So like so after, then, yeah, after what 85 minutes, happened, yeah. Naby Keita picked up the ball on the edge of your box. Was going to cut inside and play it through the middle, but then decide not to and pinged out a pass out to Robbo. Yeah. And you know, Robbo and Trent are obviously lethal when it comes to getting the edge of the D. Lethal Bizzle. And then he just put in a really low, hard crossing. It was like it in was, slow motion, more or less. It's it like it beat every single
1: player It went through. Wambasaka's slow out to him, but he was still a good ball in. But he goes through Wambasaka.
0: It was in the danger zone, went around the edge of the Coults six past, yards.
1: Yeah, past Maguire, past Rojo, and then Young is trying to play him, fucking Alana offside. And Alana sneaks he's in, stood doesn't there? he? And I'm like, he oh. was
0: like borderline, more or less, offside. So I was expecting another third down I was expecting a flag, and but then he was definitely pull. onside he just tapped him from close range. Yeah. And there was one one, he slid into it. At the corner, it was like, I'm, I was I was pleased for him, mate, because that's his first goal in two years. He's had like a hard slug of injuries, like three or four injuries over the last year and a half. Yeah, and he's shit. So he's not, he's good, mate. Good, playing, like, <laughs> he's a good player. Obviously, he's a bit on the older side now. I think he's like 31, 32, isn't he? But fuck no. He's knows. got two very good feet. Very good feet. Left and right. I haven't got one. <laughs> left <laughs> and right. <laughs> left and left. Or right and right. <laughs> so, like, I was pleased for him, mate. So it made it one one. I was ecstatic. Obviously, he put Dickhead on the old. Um, Instagram, didn't you, on the video? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were So I was made up. So, was so at then. that point, it was game on. So it wasn't really expecting us to push on anymore, really. I thought, right, we'll set up for a draw here. Obviously, we wanted the three points to maintain, and it's got 18th consecutive victory to equal City's record, but it didn't happen. But then we, we created two more chances. United didn't offer anything. Once we scored, it was all Liverpool, like attack after attack, really, really. A lot of possession in your half. Yeah. And then we, we very nearly snatched it mate. Right? it was um, through the middle I think it was um, Fabinho playing the ball to Ox and the Ox just found some space near Joe Box just pinged in this hard shot towards the bottom, bottom right wasn't it yeah when he it, like it, it, it threw it had beat the oh, hay. it was like yeah. inches wide it was, like, half for, uh, I was actually celebrating like it was in um, and then I think we had a half chance after that just before the end um, to make it 2-1 but it wasn't to be mate yeah. so I think all in all I was pleased because like before, wow did no, you hear that people I was pleased because like I think on the day I was very disappointed but like on reflection we're still six points to clear the top of the table unbeaten the Premier League but the thing we played at Old Trafford is, it wasn't at Anfield it was at Old Trafford
1: yeah it's an away game yeah well done you have to play a
0: lot of them <laughs> The thing for me is, right, so,
1: admittedly, you're best team in X amount of years, and you've been on here telling me how shit United's team is, plus, we were missing one, two, three, four players, so, what's your excuse for not beating us? Just didn't turn up. Didn't turn I haven't got any me. excuses,
0: mate. Right, okay, so you were like, like, shit. like, considering how bad we played in the first half, you should have wiped the floor of us, you should have been out of sight, so, like, my, my positive I'm going to take out of this is that, considering how bad we played, your best performance this season couldn't beat us yeah so like you're saying your best team in so many generations yeah couldn't beat us no, i'm not saying that you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a bit pissed off we won't beat it ultra for a while we? but in all honesty it's just madness, yeah, isn't it I'll like... i would take that mate it's like we're still unbeaten the premier league we're still ahead of city we didn't get beat by the manx because that would have been even more painful it's like for you to stop our 17th consecutive victory moving on to 18 unbeaten record it's just like you'd you
1: didn't beat us. That
0: was the most pleasing thing. We
1: stopped your run, just like we stopped the Invincibles' run, which is good. But Arsenal, we went, get the Arsenal won the league, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Did they? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the the positives I'll take from it is that Rashford put Van Dyke on his ass
0: twice. He fell over me, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you but, want to hear an interesting fact? United are the first side this season, apart from Chelsea if you count the Super Cup. Score go first. To be... One, well, not to be winning at half-time against us. There you go. We but then you still can out. beat us. <laughs> you okay, still can see it out, yeah. So that's one positive you can take out of it, is that you actually beat us at half-time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you get half a point for that? No. Uh, so what, what you say your positives and negatives are from that game? So... Hang on. Before we do that, <sighs> what the hell is Joel Matip?
0: He's a very good central defender. Is he? He's been rewarded with a new contract. He, he just you know, had that
1: yeah, an off day. You know that shot where Fred had that went high and wide? I think he was, he was about fucking... I think he was over by the sideline. His line. body
0: was with the goalkeeper, his legs were... Slender man corner. was <laughs> over here somewhere. Stretch out, <laughs> off, this off. I do not
1: see it. That to me proved... We had a big debate, right, on one of the podcasts about Joel Matip and how, because he won PFA Player of the Month, we were talking about what Lee was basically verbally sucking him off, and I was saying basically that he's, he's shit. He's not in that game. That proved it. You he no, said but... he'd come into our defense and make our defense really good. That performance, he didn't know what he
0: was doing. Yeah, but you could all say that about like Linderoff. Linderoff had the best game of his career at United so far, other the weekend. But apart from that, he's been dog shit. He's been all right. But Matic cost us nothing. He cost you fifty million, didn't he? Who Lindelof? Yeah, I think
1: it was thirty-five
0: million. But what I'm saying is, like, he had an off day. Give the guy a break. No, I for the last six months, I he's been amazing. <laughs> he's been amazing the last six months. Right, he's a, gone to Old Trafford he's not turned up he's apologised I've moved on he's apologised <laughs> he sent me a text to apologise lad so
1: go on what are your positives So my negatives? positive is that
0: we had a dogged dogged, terrible performance in the first half but we proved that we, we can come back so my positive is Lionel came back and played 20 minutes without getting injured oh dear, scored a goal fun the Ox looked like he was getting back to full fitness Keita got for some minute and the front three came away without any injuries But well, one of them was injured so oh but I mean that's what I mean so Sal will be back Sal was on K. the bench up so, an injury I think that was my my negative to be fair is like I said before the last podcast that's it. I think having Salah missing would make a massive difference and it proved to be the case didn't it so I think it upset our rhythm and I think if Salah was playing I'm not just saying, I reckon we'd have won the match if the front three were playing we'd have won that match Salah doesn't really do but anything that's, against United but that's, like that, that's like all press are saying is like what will Liverpool do if they lose any of the front three yeah. and that proved that we can that inevitably we'll struggle but it's like any team that loses the, the best players they're going to struggle aren't they yeah that's why we've been so bad <laughs> you miss 11 good players <laughs> <what> we, Yeah, <laughs> we're missing our 11 yeah So what's your positives, mate? So my positives
1: were um, the shining example of VAR. I think we can all safely say how good it is for the game and that (laughs) it makes some really, really good and worthy decisions. (laughs) He's got his head in his hands, yeah. But in uh, all seriousness, though, my main positive would be that we have not seen United perform to that level as of yet, like as of maybe the first game of the season. And it's good to see that they can do that and they can get up for a game and they can take a game to somebody all right, you mean? I mean, I'm not being funny. You're, the, you're one of the best teams in the in the league. You, you won the European Cup, and you've come to Old Trafford, and you've struggled. said you it again, mate?
0: No, I, I've already said I, it. I might record <laughs> this. Oh, wait, we
1: are. No, you, you you've got to give credit where it's due, and you can't really you can't really deny that, can you? You can't deny how good Liverpool are playing. I appreciate you saying that. Mate. And it was good to it was good to see that we can actually put in a bit of a performance and be dogged and be up for it. And I just don't want it to see that slip now when we go away to Norwich now next. Next weekend, so that's my main positive for me. I oh,
0: know it's a dangerous team, though, mate. No,
1: apparently so. Yeah, my negative would be
0: that. And do you know what another positive if, if I was United fan? What Rashford? He turned up, mate. Put a good shift in and a good performance. Yeah, and he's been slated by Sky Sports, a lot of the pundits. Yeah, he has been a slated. lot of the general press. Yeah, Even yeah. yourself, mate, you say he's not been his best. Yeah, just that he's
1: out of sorts. He just looks low on confidence. But it was a good. So just, It's been a good week for him. Yeah, one, one more goal for Rashford, and he hits his fifty as well. So my negatives would be that we let you come back into it more but that's always gonna happen, so it's not too much of a negative really. Like you
0: expect that to happen at some point in the game. If I was you maybe there's no negatives for you to be honest, because like Yeah, the only negative really he, for me is that, the
1: Yeah, the only negative really is that we, we held we didn't hold out because as although you were pressing us loads and you had the chances and stuff Feel like that that goal was well sloppy. It went through so many. But it's a lack of concentration. You put so much effort in the first half. Yeah, and I just it's I'm just this, we, we were always gonna if we were gonna win that we were always gonna be in a situation where we were hanging on for a win. I don't think we would ever gone and, and put two pasture and been confidently getting to ninety minutes. So I just wish that we could have held out and and got the win. But we move on now and let's hope that that, that confidence goes through into our next game. So in terms of the league, it puts us to the dizzy heights of twelfth. But you're still
0: two points off relegation, aren't you?
1: Uh, no, Newcastle got beat and we drew, so we're now three. <sighs> Safe. <laughs> Safe. Safe as ours is, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, it's another good point in the relegation battle. That's all you need to know.
0: It is, mate. You so, end of, way, points, no, yeah, so end of the day, is, we're both happy, we're still talking. It's for that 90 minutes, there's a bit of hate and hatred <laughs> there. <laughs> it was a bit where we weren't speaking to each other yet.
1: Yeah? yeah, there was a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, after, after I think seven pints out, she starts speaking again, not it? Yeah. And um, we got a bit carried away. Do you want to just run through the results for the Premier League? Yeah,
0: well, we'll might as well digress into it. So obviously these are all before we even played, weren't they? Yeah. It mean, a Monday night yeah. game as well, weren't there? <laughs> so Everton actually won a game. They won two 0 at home to West Ham. How annoying is that for us? I want a go mate by Sigerson by the way. they, they were be below us and we draw and they win. Sigerson scored a screamer, mate. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa won two one at home to Brighton. Good performance. Bormouth um, drew 0-0 with Norwich massive game there oh, that sounds like a bore Chelsea scraped a home win against Newcastle Leicester 1-2-1 a bit of controversy in that match without this long goal yeah that was random um, Spurs drew one all with Watford again controversial with VAR yeah Wolves drew one all with Southampton again controversial with VAR yeah <laughs> City won 2-0-8 Crystal Palace, which is a good result, because it's a hard place to go. It was from last season, when they got beat, 3-2. You And then on Monday night, there was a massive surprise defeat to Arsenal, yeah? Sheffield United 1-1-0 Sheffield United beat Arsenal 1-0, yeah So that was a, a bit of a surprise that keeps United's hopes of getting top four alive, doesn't it?
1: It's one of them seasons where I think that it's really, apart from the top two it's it's open I Everyone's it's, dropping everyone's the points, are points left, right and centre Well, even, and United need to start to fucking get some performances and get some points on the board because we could take advantage of this but
0: ultimately, we're shit. So. Yeah, but it's still early days, mate. You're not too <laughs> yeah, far Yeah, no, it's, it's
1: only like nine games in, so.
0: Well, like, what's worrying is like, obviously we're six points head of City, but I think they play before us this weekend. See, so they can close that gap to three points before got we play Spurs. we yeah, go on. We've, I'll I'll got, you
1: go. You've got Spurs. We've got
0: Spurs the weekend, so we could go into the, the home game against Spurs on Sunday. Three points ahead of City, which instantly puts pressure. And if we were yeah. to draw or lose that, it's again the gaps like close within like a space of a week. It's yeah. like it's madness. So the Premier League's far from over. And I think inevitably it will be us in City that finish first and second. Anything from third down is up for grabs, mate. It is
1: literally up for grabs. I think maybe Chelsea, will, or if they carry on like this, will get third. But yeah, it's there's points there to be taken off any team, really. I feel like no one's really at it other than.
0: Like defensively, everyone seems to be quite poor this year. But everyone's got a lot of options going forward, so there's a lot of goals in the Premier League well. Go.
1: We're <laughs> in the opposite, it, mate. We've got about 500 centre halves and uh, no strike. I <laughs> knew
0: you play, mate. You say Norwich. So Norwich, so we've you got think? Norwich
1: away on the Sunday, yeah. Is that uh, a wage thing? Um, yeah. Oh, bit soft match that mate I know, but if we go, like I said on the Instagram story after the game, I said if we go to teams and we play like that in the first half, we'll score. We'll score a couple of goals, probably like. Keep creating chances, keep having shots at goal, keep pressing and pushing and looking like you you want it and you're pushing and you, you're actually going to create something. It sounds mental to be saying that because that's just like the fundamentals of football, isn't it? But it's something that we don't do. But if we do that against, in inverted commas, lesser teams, I say sitting in 12th position.
0: Um,
1: but you know what I'm saying, though. We can go and we can beat teams. I just want to see us go and do it. That's
0: what we're saying. So, Predictions, come on, mate. So, so I would say,
1: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, oh, say a really shit game, but a one nil win against Norwich.
0: You're gonna say one nil. Yeah. I don't know, mate. Norwich a the highest scoring team at the bottom of the half of the table, aren't they? If we can keep Pookie out, <laughs> <laughs> Pookie's Oops. due a goal, mate. I think he's not even scored in three, has he? Pookie's due. I think he's due a goal. You're not going to like this. Oh no, he's going
1: Norwich.
0: I'm going to go for a Norwich 2-1. Shit. Is it, when is it Saturday or Sunday? It's Sunday, mate. you before us. Uh, Super sure. Sunday. Yeah. I don't wear
1: it at 4 o'clock, I think. Uh, yeah, we will be then.
0: Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a Norwich 2-1. Okay. What are you saying
1: for Liverpool Spurs? Is, is it away? It's a home, mate. Oh, is it home?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, was, I was laughing a little bit. Look at the stats. So I think if you look at... The records are completely two different contrasts. If you look at... The performances since the Champions League to now, since we beat them. But, like, their goal scored away from home. I think they've only scored one. And we've scored, like, 22 at home. But like us, we struggle away. So, like, if you look at form, we should wipe the floor of them. Same as what it was last weekend, yeah. Liverpool United. And they're, all... I think they are not beat us, I think, in, like, eight or nine attempts. So, last year, it was a good game, actually. It was, like, 1-0, where Salah scored quite late on. Let's like, no. keep the push of the league going. But... I don't know. I think we're going to have to bounce back after some dismal performance of the last two games. So I'm going to say a Super Sunday. Super sexy. 2 0. 2 0. I'm going to keep a clean sheet. 2 0.
1: Okay. I'm saying. See, so I don't know where to go with this one. I feel like you're at Anfield, so you're going to win. But I feel like Spurs, I feel like Kane might score a penalty
0: like he did last year.
1: I'm going to say. What did you just say? 2 1. 2 0. 2 0. I'm going 2 1 good before. call
0: I say Kane always seems to score against us as well
1: I'm going to go 2-1 predictions are in mate predictions are in so there we go then guys it's a really long podcast this one I'm just watching the time go up now so can I have an editing job on my hands here <laughs> but yeah so thanks for sticking with us obviously it was a, a big game for us we've lots to talk about
0: we're both satisfied
1: we're both satisfied with the result when you look at reflection yeah we're both satisfied thanks for listening everybody uh, we really do appreciate it if you would like to get in contact with us, you can do, you know. You can send us an email, and then we read it with our eyes. Please
0: ask some questions.
1: Um, yeah, so if you've got anything you'd like to say or make a statement or a comment or anything like that, there's an email address, which is redsiderivals at gmail.com. If you want to get involved with uh, any, any of the VAR debate or... Anything like that, uh, anything that we've said about the Liverpool-United game, drop us an email. Also, we're on social media, so we're at Side Rivals on Instagram and Twitter, and we're Side Rivals Social on Facebook. So hit us up on any of them, or go and have a look and check out our content. We do put bits on there. Thanks for listening, as I say, but if you like it, there's a little five-star review you can put on please do that for us because it really makes us more visible and people can see us more when they're searching and stuff so and if you like it we keep telling everyone about it but <laughs> tell your friends tell somebody about it please spread the word. please constantly tell his mum to listen for somebody, <laughs> so thanks again for mr World rice Our music called Theme at the start of
0: the show, and that's it. That's the support is very much appreciated, guys.
1: Yeah, it really is. That's it. We're all gonna go and play football. Wish us luck, and we'll see if next game is midweek for both of us. Uh, Obviously, we're in the big, big European competition, so we'll do the European special for that, and we'll see you for that one. Thank you very much.
0: Until next time, guys.